Mic check. What's word? Gang gang to the fam. That's how they always been maintaining this day. Let me get you guys on some. On something red. Okay, so I understood something, um, I understood something this morning, let me see if I can pull it back out. I'm on my way to work, so it's still morning, it's just earlier this morning. It's like, oh, this is it. I noticed when you have an objective, something to be excited for, it's, well, it just gives you energy, and... Energy, energy is important. I mean, seriously, energy is what ooh. energy is what keeps you uh, going. You should start that over. Yeah, energy is what keeps you going. You know, so it's very, very important. I take I take it very seriously. Like, really, I, I believe that's the. Um, I believe that's just, like, the key to, uh, I mean, just, like, high success is, is having enough energy to be active and, and motivated and, and stuff like that. Anyway, this is the song Ultraviolet by, I don't even know how to say his name. It's, like, some sort of, like, French. It's, a uh, Thousand Band Phony. Thousand band phone. Uh, thousand is spelled with an X instead of an S. But it's really good. Um, good music, and he has like this really cool style that's like very, uh, very, uh, very like in your head kind of headspacey. Um, I like it. I want to explore with it. So I had this idea. I think the album Driving is done. But drive-ins have two movies. So then I was thinking, okay, well, hold on. Maybe this is just the first movie. You get what I'm saying? So, uh, so maybe I'll make a second drive-in where it's like, you know, just like same, same thing. Like I'll use like a film or whatever, some film intro. And then, uh, I don't know, just like mess around with some stuff. Because there's also a few ideas that I was working on with this album that I do want to perfect, and maybe that'd be good, or at least I want to like go out again, and maybe that'd be good in uh, good for like a second project type of deal, um, a second project for me to, I don't know, whatever. Just I don't know, second movie, you know, just two two uh, driving things with like the same you know direction like with this album was very like it was very personal at first and I didn't have this kind of like idea of it where like I, I do kind of like want to give it this like old timey driving vibe but also just like real headspacey like real headspacey and romantic was kind of where I was trying to head toward because when you're at the drive-in 
you do one of two things, you're either making out or you're getting high and watching a movie, you know. And then you always crash. Like, I've never made it through the second movie. Not that I've been to, like, a lot of driving. I've probably been to, like, three or four, but... I mean, for most people in life, I feel like that's more than... uh, More than most. I got bands and I got... But, yeah, but I I want this one to have, like, that real, like... Like, almost, like jazzy bar, you know, like, you know what I'm saying, old time, so, and then next one, like, what would be another perspective you could take on a movie, because this one, let's see, this one, I mean, this one starts off more like, well, this one starts off with the intro, and then it goes into, uh, then it goes into like the early early stuff so before i knew the concept or had the concept so it just starts off more about well it starts off first and foremost well i don't know if i should say this until after it's out but anyway but i i don't know i have a i i have a whole kind of setup but it starts off basically more around women but i figure you know that could be like the romance, or I don't know, like, if I see it as a movie, like, you're watching a movie, that could be, like, the romance of it, and then, uh, and then, yeah, as the album progresses, it kind of gets more into, like, uh, like, a baller vibe, like, you feel a little bit like a baller, I feel, and then a few romantics around, and then more about me, like, it starts off about girls, and then it ends up more about me, and maybe that's just, like, the progression of, of, uh, I guess, like, thinking about the night, it's like you're, you're getting more into that daydream, or not the daydreams, but, like, if you're falling asleep, or maybe, like, you made out, and now you're getting high, you know? Like, I don't know. I mean, you can look at it a lot of different ways. Demo. I don't know. But then the next project, I definitely want to be more, like, cloudy. I just want to explore that, like, the cloudiness, and then, but, you know, I mean, I always have to put in a little bit of, like, jazz or, like, blues or something, you know, just to explore. Like, this album, I really explored a lot, and then I'm excited to see it with the next album. I don't know, I'm just excited, you know what I mean? It's just projects, you know what I mean? Projects that you just do and do and do, and, yeah. It's interesting, man. Making music and learning the whole system and process and how to make certain sounds and also just, like, having ideas. Like, it's just, whenever you do things, your ideas get better. That's what's interesting about it. It's like you... It's like, why do you never suck? You know what I mean? It's like you never... It's not... What am I saying? It's like you might suck at making music today, but... It's just interesting how, like, like, I'm proud of my, like, this is the first album, like I said, where there's, I believe that there's no holes, like, it's just a solid piece, and, I mean, it's way more experimental, so it is, like, you know, there's, I guess, holes in that way, but it's, it's not sounds that sound 
At least from what I know now. Like I don't hear it and go, why does it sound that way? I hear it and I go, okay. Like I mean this like the only song that I feel like just sounds not good altogether is uh actually no I'm lying. Hold on. But one is a demo. And so that's fine because it's a demo. You know what I mean? I'm going to release it just for the fun of it, you know. And then I'll probably... uh, I'll probably toss something in the next album where I'll I'll finish it up. Kind of clean up the the concept and uh, organize it a little bit more. But I don't know. I just... I really like the idea that I'm working with. It's a guitar song. And I'm more singing over it. But it definitely has like a more bluesy type of... Or not blues. It's not blues, but... Something like that, you know, like a simple guitar. I I don't know if I, it would be popular, something like that. Um, but the other thing. about to merge you can always tell whenever I'm about to merge because I get more focused behind this guy then he hits his brakes I can't merge dang right now in Missouri it just looks like a wall of like dark it's raining this morning I'm driving toward like into St. Charles if you know about Missouri driving in towards St. Charles or if you know about St. Louis area driving in towards St. Charles on whatever highway 70, I think, no, 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 270. And it's just like thick walls of dark. Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I see bands and I see Uh, yeah, I don't know, really an album is just exploration of ideas, you know, so I don't want to hone it down into one thing, but the concept right now, and the concept always shifts, oh, wait, hold on, I didn't finish this, so this album, there's one song that I listen to and I go, okay, that's, that's something that's like, that's, that is worth, like, that's not what I wanted it to sound like, or like, a lot of times, because it is exploration, a lot of times it'll be the mistakes that make the best parts, but, uh, in this case, 
there's this one song that has a mistake that just sounds too much, and that's, I have these uh, 808s, and they're just bumping way too hard, it just overtakes the whole track, so those, that's one thing, like, I'll have the car on, like, I don't know, like, really low sound, maybe, like, 10 or 11, and the bass, the 808s are still shaking the car, so... So that's what I mean. I need to uh, definitely fix that up. Dude, San Charles Road is always popular. I need to get down there more. I see. Man, I see. next project though I definitely want to uh, start with the intention of like more dreamy more whatever and honestly it might just be like a little little like EP just like a closer closure to the to the film but ultimately we'll see honestly if it comes to it if I scrap these songs that I'm making I'll scrap them you know just like one it it's coming to a point where it's gonna be uh, not released. It'll just be an unreleased, unreleased me. But it's called Teen Spirit. It's just uh, a matter of you know. I don't want to get involved in any. I don't know how good things are, but I don't want to get copyrighted for using Nirvana. Uh, I know people people want the money, you know. So, which is fair. I mean, that's not, you know, that's not a bad thing. Money's, you know what I mean? It's like when life gets expensive. Life is getting expensive, you know. Like, so, but it's good. You know, it's good. It's like, how else would you want it? I wouldn't want it any other way because for me, this is a, a game. This is well, it's like, what else would you be doing with your game? You know, it's like figuring out how to be free, and that's that starts with the uh, well, that's something that. A system of money has allowed for it. That's why I'm for it. shift another eight hours that's all good eight hours become Thursday get uh we getting out a little bit early come Friday 
No, I won't be getting out a little bit early on Thursday, but come Friday, I'll be getting out. And I will be on my way. My G's. Like I said, another day, another gig. If you have an objective that you're aiming at, this is from me, by the way. If you have an objective that you're aiming at, let it bring in energy. Aim for it like a target, like a game. Aim to achieve, you know. Alright, geez, I'm only gonna go for a little bit, but uh, but I had this idea popping in my head. Well, I'm gonna set a goal for my for myself, and I realized this because in the balance of you know, just everything, um, work and the Airbnb and, and everything, it does kind of stress you out a little bit, you know what I mean, like, I really try to work on, on stress and not, let things get to me and not let it affect my emotions, but, well, it, you know, it's, it has been, and, I can't really do, you know, it's like, I can't, well, I can do something about it, and I'm trying to, so, so I, I, I've been working, you know, just a lot on my mind, and I'm trying not to be reliant on marijuana, but I'm trying to see what does marijuana do perspective-wise, that shifts you to, to kind of be in that, uh, more positive state, and so I've been, or just in studying it, it's like, it is just like a, a, a curiosity, but it's like you, you just, you see things in different ways that you hadn't seen it before, um, and that's not always possible, but there's like an element of fun to it and you're also just relaxed like there's an element of fun and then especially on psychedelics what i learned is that there's also a huge element of just letting go it's like it's like a lot of times you're not going to have 
all the answers. And in those times, you just have to do... Well, you know what you know. And uh, I guess... You have to learn to to uh, accept what you don't know, and that's that can be very, very, very difficult, especially if you're not very reflective. Which is why something like writing every single day forces you to kind of. Set your thoughts out in front of you, and whenever your thoughts are presented to you, you kind of realize, we start to kind of understand, well, I don't even know that much, but you start to get an idea of what is going on, because you have to realize it's like you are a constantly shifting individual. Like if you watch, for example, The House of Gucci, the movie... They betray it so well, and obviously to an extreme, but it is very, it's just a good example of what's very obvious for that film, or what that film makes obvious, and what that is, is is you'll see the characters, and you'll see the way that the, uh, I don't remember her name, but the way that the girl communicates between, uh, the Adam Driver, whoever his character is, and, and all of the Gucci family, the way that she communicates and and uses her eyes, and then the way that all the characters use their eyes, it's like you, you see the motivations constantly shifting, and you see how the way that she speaks influences kind of where they... they uh, where their, their, what I say, like, motivation goes toward. It's like, they're constantly shifting the aim of, of what they're saying, and, and they put it all out in front. Like, it's very, very, very in front of you. Very obvious. And we're kind of like that, and... You know, it's not always a bad thing necessarily. But it just shows how complex we are. And um, how much we say that we don't fully grasp the depth of feeling that is involved with that. And how that influences how we treat people and, and so on. So it's very useful to write for that reason. Especially daily because... You know, to assess yourself is, is to <clears throat> kind of confront the demon that, that's inside of you. But also, maybe there's an angel in there too, you know what I mean? But, I don't know, maybe, I don't know necessarily. It's almost like you have to make that angel. I don't know why, but it's so... Well, I don't know. It's like good is the choice, and it should be. That's what it seems like, at least. But then it's like, well, good is almost good because of rules, social rules that we 
make, but then at the same time, social rules are are created for a reason. You know, it's like it's like whenever whenever you have a rule, for example. Like, don't, what I said, don't use the urinal next to me. It's like, it's not just a social rule. It's 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 like, it's a lot more communication and history going on there. It's a lot more of thought that's there. It's like, don't look at me. It's like, I don't even want to exist here. You know what I mean? Like, in a way, there's like a humiliation around it that we feel that around using the restroom. And it's a very vulnerable position to be in, too, so... And I don't know if that's fully the reason why. Because we don't understand fully the reason why. We just know there's this social rule. So... So it's not necessarily the case that good is just in reflection of social rules, because... It's not like, it's not like we created it. And so if we didn't create the rules, and the rules are kind of tied to what's right and wrong, like what you should and shouldn't do, um, in a basic sense, good and, good and, well, not good, or in extreme cases, evil, um, in these cases, it's like I'm trying to articulate myself, articulate myself. In these cases, well, good exists the same way that these reasons exist and it's older than us it was we were born into it so we were born into good and evil or we were born into good or i mean adam and eve the concept of original sin just puts it so well and it's not even necessarily that i believe in the specifics of Adam and Eve, but I believe in the story as in, I don't know if this is the right word, but it sounds pretty. I believe in the story as an artifact or insight into a human being and possibly where we came from. Because... It's so brilliant and so brilliantly uh, articulated that we eat from the tree of good and evil. You know, it's, it's we from the tree of good and evil and now we are like God or, or whenever God says now they are like us. They know the difference between good and evil. And it's 
a sorrowful, it almost seems sorrowful. I don't know if I can give that emotion to those words or if I'm just putting myself in there, but it, it seems sorrowful, you know what I mean? It doesn't seem like a good thing and well, that's definitely the case in real life. It's definitely a struggle because you're at war with yourself all the time. Like, is this the right thing? Should I be doing this? And all that is inside of you. You know, that's not just cultural rules being forced upon you. That's a war going on inside of you. And there's a frustration there because it's not quite understood. And it's not because the world doesn't understand you. It's that you don't understand you. Because, you know, the world is you. It's like your perception of things is is the world. And some people live in a great world. Some people live in a bad world. And some people live in a physically... The physical conditions of the world are irrelevant to your experience. You are relevant to your experience. Not entirely, though. I don't want to say that... That... So strictly. Because... Well, stress will... Will prove that that is not entirely... True, but then again, it's like the threshold between between the two is so small because, or the 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 bridge between between a stressful environment that you don't have well much of a choice but to be stressed and, and have to deal with that. And then the, the, like, what am I trying to say? The amount of stress that could be put on a human being is, let me say this, okay, so in perspective, for example, what would be the most relaxing life? Someone who lives in Hawaii on the beach in a decently populated town but a nice town that has enough people where you're not stressed and everybody kind of knows each other and it's real tight real communal you know people love each other your families there you know so this is the ideal vision of, of life so this is perfection I guess like no stress, but you could be in a hell in that in that environment as well, because you could constantly, as I am. So this isn't a critique of anybody but myself. Another reason why the world is me is a reflection of me and you. Um, which, by the way, as a side note, it's not bad to. To see the world as if you are the main character. But you also have to understand that. Everybody else is also the main character. Of their world as well. You know it's like you aren't. You are in a world full of main characters. But you are a side character. To 
someone else, and someone else is a side character you, to you. I, I confuse myself thinking about how, like, what is this concept of marriage? You know, what is this idea of bounding each other together? Or in Christian faith, becoming one. I don't understand it. I cannot figure out this concept. You know, I can't. I can't put it together because I I can't imagine feeling so in tune with somebody that we are one. And I don't know if that's exactly how it should be. And I don't know if that's exactly what it means whenever they say that. No, I don't. um, I don't know. I don't get it. I realize I've lost track of where my head was. Two two conversations ago but to bring me back so I decided that you know in in kind of striving to get a a control over myself under all this I've set a goal for myself and where did this come from this came from I had a really good week where I saw or experienced what it would be like to be in a state of Non-judgment, enjoyment, and pleasure. Well, enough judgment. Like I said, there's a there's a difference between judgment, we'll say, with that negative kind of input. There's a difference between judgment and using your intuition, or maybe not intuition. Well, yeah, intuition, using your intuition. Because intuition is basically placing a judgment on something. But it's being open it's important to be open to an experience. Like you have that gut feeling, and that gut feeling is going to be there. And that's important. And it's important to acknowledge that. Because that gut feeling is basically the results of years of, of, of observing and learning. But anyways. But it's important also to, to be, you know, well, it's like this. It's, what is the idea of a knight is someone who embarks on a journey or creative people what what is that creative people are people who step into the unknown step into what they're scared of and and, well they're the ones that for example go to space or even think about going to space they're the ones that Build planes. You know what I mean? They're the people that do these amazing things that we all... That change our lives, generations of lives. They're the people that got us to the point where technology is growing so rapidly that we went from... Within 20 years, we went from... No smartphones, to my knowledge, to iPhones to iPhone that's waterproof to wherever iPhone that looks at your face and opens itself up you know what I mean it's it's crazy the progress that has happened is all it's it's all because of these these people you know and well it's not all because but we would not be here without the ideas you know obviously other people do the work but without the ideas there would be no work to be done. No work would be 
thought or needed because nothing would be in production for it. We'd be living off food, maybe building out homes, and and water. But luckily, we have industries that create clothes. For example, Gucci. Luckily, we have that, and then luckily we have music, and we can have these relationships between different communities or whatever is just you know concepts that are deeper than than we know it's like Gucci's the rich man's uh, not the rich man's but like is is Gucci is like bougie you know it's like it's like yeah if you're a hard rapper you wear Gucci you know what I mean like it's it's cool it's cool to wear Gucci and this is something that doesn't make any sense it's Italian people that made clothes and they, it's cool, the uh, the concepts are cool, but they make clothes and put a logo on it and it costs a hundred and hundreds of dollars. Good clothes, I'm not saying it's not quality clothing, but well, it's a world that I'm not familiar with, so I won't go any further. But the point is there. Oh yeah, well anyway, so I'm trying to just, like, gain control back, I guess, of myself. At least acknowledge it. I'm, I'm tired of being a, a bad person. And I want to enjoy my life more, enjoy the experience more. And Like I did that one week. And it was, like, a week straight until Thursday. Okay, but, so I have a goal. Oh, yeah, and I made this cool thing. But you guys can't see it. So I have a goal. It's to be as relaxed as possible. The reason why. To preserve energy where I can. And help my heart. Because, you know, if you're always stressed. It causes heart issues. And have stress left for things that need stress. So... Have the energy and and uh, stress because stress motivates. But to have enough of that remaining so that I can place that where it would be most productive or most useful to place it, so I can achieve whatever whatever I need to achieve, so I can get done what needs to be done. With that all being said, I'm gonna cut this because because I wanna write some music. So it's all by. Throw it up. From programming to there are millions of jobs. Y'all don't get paid for these advertisements. Uh, not much. Honestly, I'm probably gonna keep this short. Uh, that's good. I don't have anything to talk about. 
had a good day, pretty chill day. Experienced some some things, like I was saying earlier, with you know uh, working out my my goal is just being chill, being relaxed. It works. Uh, I'll say another thing. Just enunciate. It doesn't matter how insecure you feel or how much you want to hide. Just enunciate and look people in the eye and see what happens. Like, you know, and, and it's more fun to see. I mean, it's, it makes it easier if you see it like a game. And also, slow down when you need to. I have a bad habit of stuttering. Like, I'll just stutter through it. Like, I'll be like... You know, and you see it's like, uh, I'll do that, you know, and that's just by habit. Or even going to, you know, or I'll say, or slow down, let yourself figure out what you need to say, how you need to say, say how you want to say. It doesn't matter how slow it is. Whoever, if you're looking at someone in the eyes and you have them in, they're going to listen. Like, they're not going to walk away, you know, they're not going to walk away in the middle of you trying to say something. Now, they might be a little bit nervous energy, and they might try to stumble through what you're trying to tell them for you, you know? And then you just got to say, and then, I mean, it's an easy uh, situation, because you could just be like, hey, just, you know, listen. I mean, don't say like that, be a funny about it, be like, I'll tell you what it is, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a funny way to go about it. Um, but, I will say my self-educate or self mission of just relaxing a little bit or chilling out uh one should I say discovery I've made about me is that you know I'm very insecure because my voice will like if I'm tired like right now I feel like it's real up up in the air and I don't like to sound like a little boy I, I, I don't know for some reason my voice is just such an insecurity for me and it always has been like I've, I've always disliked the nasaliness I've always I don't know like I'll be on the phone and I'll be like running out of breath because I, I don't want people to hear me like breathing you know and it's I realize sometimes my voice will just sound that way. You know, sometimes it'll just be how it is. And the insecurity isn't in the voice. The insecurity is in me and my feelings about my voice. You know, so I don't know. I don't know what that means to you. I know what that means, but like, I don't know if if you feel that, relate with that. But if you do, you know, it's just, you under you got to understand, it's like half of your insecurity is you. Actually, not half, all of it. Your insecurity is you. Um, it's not life, and people are going to respond to how you feel about you. Or how you react towards you. And I realize this because if you say something like you know what you're talking about or like you mean it, people 
You see what you mean? But then you kind of have a responsibility because of power comes a great responsibility. People are going to trust you, so you better know what you're saying. Especially because long term, it's not very effective to say stupid things and then have people find out. You know, it's, it kills your trust. You know, it's very serious. It's very serious that you tell the truth. It's a big deal. And, you know, if you watch yourself, you can feel that that pressure. Or you can feel like the every time you be dishonest, you'll just feel like, like, almost like you, you dropped the ball or like you disappointed somebody. the heck 45 why are we going 45 bro? you slowed me all the way down bro to 45 I really have been saying to myself that I've been dis-attached from where I was. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I used to be very self-aware of any time, like, my BS would pop up. But lately I've been feeling like just a little more emotional, like, or less conscious of it, I'm feeling just a little bit, um, slightly insecure about myself, and, and that, I don't know what I'm trying to say, now I'm trying to say two different things and put them together, I have been feeling a little bit insecure for the, since Thursday, since I got punch in the face uh today I'm feeling like I'm back a little bit and then I don't know so what did I learn because I I, plus important you know through experience education I'm distracted. I, I, I'm i on the highway right now. I'm zooming through, trying to merge, trying to get off, off the highway. I'm about to exit. And I just, I cannot focus on a thing. That's what I'm saying. Now, one thing. I'm looking at this RL truck driving by. I'm looking at cars driving slow for some reason because it's raining, I guess. I'm looking at, you know, I'm just, I'm just everywhere right now. I'm just all over the place. Just looking at Motel 6, stuff like that, McDonald's. Okay. Here we are. Here's what I learned. Okay. And I don't know if I'm going to remember this because this is just like... Life is just going back and forth between having lessons, remembering them, forgetting them. Re-realizing them, re-understanding them. 
Life is just a back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, all day, every day. Hardcore dedication, hard work, fortitude, longitude. But listen, listen. After I take this turn, so I can focus. Okay, listen. Sometimes in life, you are just going to feel bad. Sometimes. And it's an experience. It's good because maybe you can appreciate from that the good times or well okay it helps you enjoy the sun like there's nothing like a sad cloudy day like this but then tomorrow the sun's gonna be out and it's all bright and warm and you just feel like life is just wrapping you in a whole blanket of love like this is how it feels like whenever the sun comes out after hiding for days. Like life is just giving you this warm snuggle. Like the woman, or I said that backwards. The sun, I feel like if it were a gender, it'd be a woman. That's just how I see it. Because I always feel like it takes care of me. Like I always feel like it's comforting me, you know? And, uh, and it warms me. Like the wolf. I don't want to say that because that sounds... Whatever, fuck it. Like the womb is what it is. I don't even care. I said, I said it. I meant it. So, <sighs> I'm gonna listen to music. Bye. What's up, cousins, uncles, breadwinners, and bread losers? Cause I know. I know there's some of you out there. I'm sorry that 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 life is is so is that way, but you know life is just that way. Um, today, man, I I can't explain what makes a good rainy day and a bad rainy day, but some rainy days are just the most draining, most drenched days ever and then other rainy days are like really pretty like oh my gosh looking at the street light on the water on front snap boom yes sir yes sir that's gorgeous okay yeah man like some rainy days are just so like pleasant and beautiful but then other rainy days are just like Groggy and cloudy and sad. I can't explain. Why? Just is. Just is. But, alright, so what do I have planned for today? Today is really just work day, really grind day, so. Be at work. 
like I said, just, you know, run the train, have a good time, you know, go get through the day, and then I'm gonna, uh, kick it at the crib, not the crib, oh, shoot, I think I fell asleep again last night, watching TV shows, I can't even remember, I don't know, I think I checked it out, actually. I'm watching Bacchano right now. And man, Bacchano is, it's pretty good. I don't know if I would say like, it's one of the greatest of all time, but it's pretty good. It has like really fun, unique characters and you know, everybody ties in. And it's got like this cool kind of like time clock system that I didn't even realize until halfway through that we were like jumping dates, like 1930s and stuff like that. Like, everything is kind of going on all at the same time. And then I'm still waiting for it to close up on the last character. On the last few characters. Uh, that it started with. Episode 1, they had, um... What are they called? Like, some mysterious guy and then some little girl that kind of talked like she was, like, a detective or something. And, of the sort. Yeah. I shouldn't ride the hoop, but um, oh, especially uh, I, I see them all the time. You know how there's like certain cars that, like, just on the way to work, like you always see, always pass by. I think it's so interesting how. You know, it's, it's never really the same people. Like, you won't see... Like, most cars that you see, even though you're taking the same... Uh, the same roads, like, most cars, like, you don't see twice, I feel. But, like, you always see, like, a new grouping of cars. But then there's always, like, those, one, those few that you always do see, like, those 99.1s. I don't know. I just think it's interesting because, like, how many... How many people are going in one direction for no reason every day? Like, you would think, like, if everybody's going to work, you would see all the same people. But, um, I just think it's interesting. Oh, yeah, let me talk about my experience going into the... Uh, what is it called? The dispensary. So, I walk in and I, I just give the guy a medical card on a piece of paper that I printed out. And he was like, oh, you want me to laminate this for you? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. He checked my ID. Uh, it was real cool. Like, right off the bat, the whole energy was just like good. Um, and then... I walk in, and there's, like, this little waiting room. Like, it's almost like going to a hospital for real. There's, like, a, a little room that you just wait. And then you, uh... Ooh, I, like, strain my back. And then they open the door, so the door is, like, all locked and serious-looking. Like, it's all open for... 
then there's like a big stone door that they open. And then you walk in, and then there's two, like, well, there was one, like, stoner stoner, like, I don't know if he was high, but he was definitely, like, fried or, like, permafried or something, I don't know. But he was, like, I don't know, and, and it was cool, like, this isn't a judgment, it's just a cool experience. But anyway, so he was, he was, like, real, real skinny, uh, real pale, had, like, a beard, and then almost, like, a skeleton, like, his his mouth was open, like, his teeth were out, almost like Napoleon Dynamite, but he had less fat in the cheeks, uh, yeah, almost like Napoleon Dynamite, the way, like, his, you know, buck teeth, and same with me, like, I, I have buck teeth, so I, I, I get it, you know what I mean, it's not, this is, I mean, I don't know why I have to even explain myself, but I already started, so I might as well finish, um, I have buck teeth, too, so I, I'm not judging, I'm, I'm just uh, placing a story. Uh, but yeah, and then, anyway, but he was behind the counter. But like, I was talking to him, and he was like, like, he sat there for like a few seconds. Like, he was showing me something, and then he sat there, and then he was like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, let me get that for you. He was like, what was that? <laughs> or something like that, I don't know. But it, it was cool, it was good about And then uh, the guy over to the right, like, he was more dressed up. I mean, he was still, like, relaxed, but he was more, like, rock dressed up. Like, the other guy looked like he just stepped out of bed, threw on a t-shirt, like, wiped the Dorito, the Dorito, uh, little crumbs off the, off his shirt, sprayed it with some Axe, and then, uh, and then threw it on, and then some jeans on the left. Um. The other guy, he seemed like, uh, he seemed more like, well put, like he like, measures out his, his uh, marijuana use, I don't know, he, I bet, I mean he just looked like, I don't know, but anyways, but he was, he was real cool, he was just, uh, he had like this real fancy beard, like, like he had a mustache, and then the ends of the mustache, he had twisted like a, a cowboy almost, like, like, the ends were all twisted so that he could, um, the ends were all twisted up so that they're, like, sticking out, like, little, little, little shanks or something of, the, of that sort. Like, little, yeah, like, uh, pitchforks, or not pitchforks, but, like, picks. Like, little picks for ice. And then it was gray. He had all gray facial hair. And then a beard. Like I'm sure in his youth he was he was he had some hippie action going or something like that. And then he found rock and roll. He left the disco scene and then uh, found rock and roll. Yeah, man. It was cool though, and, and they were all behind the counter. Everything was like all locked up. Like he had to go into the back room to get, uh, to get the the flower. And it's just funny seeing like all these stoner dudes working a a uh, I don't know like a like a medical field looking room, you know. 
Like, imagine if you walked into a doctor's office and you saw, like, a stoner, like, he's got, like, a joint sticking out of his lip. He's, like, about to, like, check your heart and stuff, you know? He's got, like, a lab coat on. It's good vibes, though. It's cool. And these guys, they know what they're talking about. Like, they were talking to me about, like, all the CBD. You know that I, I was, like, sitting there, like, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't really care, but... It was cool though, I mean, he was, like, the dude, he goes, hey man, check this out, and I was like, alright, alright. Like, the way that they communicate is so casual, that's the other thing, it's just, like, so casual. It's a good rain though, I, it's lighter for some reason than brighter. It's heavier than it was yesterday, but it's like, in the sky it's brighter. It's more fun, like more happy I feel. Alright guys, I think I'm going to end it here just because, I don't know, I'm good, I feel cool. So, I'm going to be at work, on the job, again, salmon coming tomorrow, probably get a little pot in maybe, at some point, or in the car at least or something, we'll see, but. Man, I'm excited about Nashville for free too. And then also got an eighth. I don't know if I'm gonna bring it to Nashville just because like if we're staying at someone's house, I don't know if we have you know beyond that, but uh I also have some gummies. And like man, those things work. Like it's just like ten milligrams per like little gummy. If I do one, I'm good, like, I'm, I'm cool, I'm just chilling. Like, even if it's one, it feels, like, strong. Like, these are the best gummies I, I've had ever. Um, actually, the only gummies I've had, most, mostly I've had, like, brownies, stuff like that. Anyways, dogs. What's up? <clears throat> uh, first off, boss man bought us pizza, so you know me. If it's free, I got two, which might be a mistake.
Because, I mean, look. It's like free food. like this you have a gift that will harm you should you still accept the gift because it's very difficult because people if, you know like you don't want to turn down a gift that somebody gives you you know I think it's I think it's important to accept gifts and be grateful but yeah man where do you draw that line So, but I'm on break. But I was wondering, I was I was uh, listening to Jordan Peterson. He was talking to, to this guy that uh, he was talking to this man that that wrote this book on power or something like that, like integrating the shadow. It's kind of the the topic and. He brought up, or I don't know, they brought up something in, something about the shadow. But just, you know, being a monster, and then, like my, about, there, and then they were talking about relationships, and uh, something about relationships. Um, basically, basically it's like you're not as good as you think you are, and and it's kind of the idea of like you should deal with issues now so that given 10 years they don't become these giant dragons that you have to slay, you know. You know just squash them while they're bugs. <clears throat> but anyways. Man, it had me thinking because he was talking about just uh behavior and how oh how parents will what kind of this this is what they're saying or this is what Jordan Peterson said he realized one it's his responsibility to make his kid a likable person and part of that is knowing how to tell your kid no because whenever you tell your kid no Alright, it's like this. Your kid wants it. This is, this is what caught me. This is what I heard and I said, ooh, that's, that's something I need to know. So he was talking about his kid and how his son, was a bit of a monster. And then, uh, and he would go and he would kind of, you know, test the boundaries and test the the limits, you know, try and peek over the wall, you know, like just do things. And often he'd be very destructive about it. And Jordan Peterson was saying, he was like, OK, well, it's like, OK, you want to play like that's all fine and good. But oh, is this recording? Yeah. Okay. 
that's all fine and good. But you can't. But can you destroy? No. It's like, can you yell? No. Can you scream? No. It's like, these are all no, 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 no. But anyways, but think you know, in in the moment, it's kind of sad because it's like, well, you stop your kid from exploring. But in the long term, he said it's actually more freeing for the child. It's more beneficial because your child should be able to explore and push the limits and go, you know, see the world. But you have to know that your kid knows no because well, that's good enough. You have to know that your kid knows what no means and that your kid will stop when you say no. So that way you can allow them to explore because you know when, okay, they're kind of you know, let's say, just use the analogy of the town. It's like, okay, your kid is running into the forest, and and you at least need to know that... Ooh, that sounds good. That thunder. You need to know that your kid will stop going so deep as to the point where you won't be able to see your kid. So let's say you have a, a kid that you discipline, they know no, and you see them kind of running out to the forest, and, and you know, you're just, you're giving them that, that space to explore a little bit, you know, push the boundaries and, and see what's out there. And then, uh, then they start getting a little bit too far in, now you're looking out at the forest and, well, it almost seems a little bit foggy, and and I'm not sure if that's a tree or your kid. And so then, so then you say, you said, Johnny, get your ass back. No, that's funny. But she said, Johnny, no. Or you said, stop. Or whatever. You just you call him. You know, a kid that doesn't know boundaries, and I need to be careful because I don't want to talk like I know what I'm talking about. But just using this analogy, it's like the kid that that knows the boundaries. Uh. Let's just assume that this kid, or I guess, knows what no means. He'll stop. He'll come back. The kid doesn't, you know. He's and he's a little bit wild, a little bit crazy. Um, kind of steps out, you know, just keeps going. And matter of fact, this is, you know, I I keep trying to think because it's. I need to stop saying my sentences, having half the conversation in my head. Okay. So I observe behavior in a certain group of people that I know, and their father was an alcoholic for what recovered, but you know still kind of has like this this uh, heightened ego, like this ch- almost childishly, like he doesn't hide it, and I don't even know if he realizes it, but he doesn't hide it, and it's almost impulsive. How he he almost like has to satisfy the urge to put himself in the front of the limelight. You know what I'm saying? It's really, really interesting to watch. And you can clearly see like, okay, well, something there is not developed. Well, yeah, not developed. I think, yeah, you could say that. Something there is not developed because you see what's wrong about it, especially whenever they have responsibilities that they need to take care of. And they're putting almost themselves first before their responsibilities. 
And you look at that and you say, okay, yeah, that's clearly, clearly an issue. And you see this is how it plays out, you know. They're very reliant on everybody else to take care of them so they can live in their fantasy type of thing. They don't take their own reins, you know, and they and they don't understand why they have to. But, uh, like, they need people to take care of them, you know, and they need people to look at them and observe them and give them attention. It's really, really, really interesting. But... Uh, but then I look at the family, and it's it's like these wild kids that didn't have boundaries, you know. And they're growing up to, you know, it's like when they were kids, and I don't know if it's because they could have gotten, they could get away with it. But whenever they were kids, they were so vibrant and explorative. and I don't, I don't even know if explorative is a word, but they were so vibrant and outgoing. And now I see them growing up and they're almost becoming like they're... They're, they're growing into their shell almost. Like they're... they're building a hole for themselves to sit in. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like they're scared, they're they're depressed. A lot of them, not all of them. Like I said, there's a lot of variety to human beings, but, but it is interesting to see that, you know, they thrived so well as kids. But then this, this thing with the responsibilities is like, why do we have to deal with it? And it's, I've been trying to figure this out for so long. Like, what is it? Because you get these intuitions like, okay, something here is not quite right, but I can't word it. So I can't say it. I can't word it. So I can't bring it up. But I know that there's something here that we're just misaligned on. Like we just have a misunderstanding of it's very clear because, you know, they'll say it's like, well, why? You know what I mean? They just ask you why, and then you're stuck. You're like, why? You know, like, then you start asking yourself, like, that's really interesting. Why? Whenever you look at him, just observe, it's like, like, you see it, but you can't really explain it. But it is that. It's, it's this fear of, well, this lack of, Wanting or like almost like this devoidance of maturing. Devoidance? I don't even know if that's a word. Avoidance? Like, like why do we, why would we have to? If we don't want to, why would we have to? And it's kind of, well, that's a difficult question to answer because, I mean, it's not like you have to now. You know, it's not like you. There's any requirement. It's like you could, in the United States, if you are connected with the right people, you could live your whole life homeless and be fed. You could go to prison, be fed, you know? It's not obvious, but it's like, okay, well, you want freedom. 
it's like this. It's like this. And this makes a lot of sense. You believe in, in the way that you act, that your freedom is something that you deserve as a human being. As being born, that you should have it. You don't believe in those circumstances. You don't believe that that your freedom is something that you need to earn. And really, that's a blessing of an issue. But it's so hard to see from that perspective because, because it's like, okay. It's not like your family was rich. It's like your dad is an alcoholic. You guys don't have money. There's not any real structure for you guys. So it's like. So it's not like It's just hard to see. It's hard to see with an example of someone who isn't necessarily willing to work for something or stick out the stick out the hours. You know, someone who asks, why would I have to do this or that if I don't want to? I mean, if that's your example of how you could live, it's, it's like you grow up being fed. It's, you know, you don't know that your, your parents are... Scraping up every spare change. It's like you don't... You know, you just know that you get fed. You have cereal. And then you start growing up and then you look at the world. And this isn't everybody, but this is this specific situation. You look at a world. And this world... Is full of people. People like me that grew up in, in two-story homes. And... Uh, you know, my dad cooks brisket pretty often smokes brisket smokes pork shoulder it's like you see people like me with so much I don't know if I would say more physically more and then you start thinking well it's like okay like how come they have that and, and I have this but you don't look at your you know I mean you look at 
You look at this like a system. Like, the system is against you. And that's something, like, I just don't... You know, man, it's like... No. It's just no, it's not. I'm not saying that there aren't issues, but it's, it's, uh, well, the issues are more human, more personal than it is some machine that, that inputs humans and pops out, uh, pops out resentful people it's like that's not what the machine does it's that's a human being the machine works but what is the machine i mean the machine is almost a, a thing sovereign unto us it's like we let it run you know what i mean but we also make the machine make rules and and uh eliminate rules it's like we do The machine acts based off of how we behave. You know what I mean? The machine produces a result that serves part of us. And and then we get mad at it whenever the machine doesn't, doesn't input us and then output something that we compare ourselves to, you know. You know, what people don't understand is, like, this is... The United States, it's like, now I've never been anywhere else, but, but at least in the Midwest, in Florida, in Hazelwood, in Missouri, as, as a state, it is very, very possible, and I see it now because I'm taking the steps towards it, but it's very, very, very possible to grow it's very very possible to build yourself into something different it's very possible to buy a house a home is very possible to work a year or two years to work Five years, to get a job is very possible. To ride the bus to work, very, very possible. I know people that do it, you know, and it sucks, you know, I mean. But you can see, you know, a difference in character between those who are willing and those who talk, you know, people who complain and people who, who, who look at their life situation and say, okay, what can I do? Some people spend more time watching YouTube videos about how the, uh, or watching Instagram or Facebook. The other day, I was on Facebook for, for like two minutes. Well, not two minutes. I, I was on it for probably a little bit longer. But I've never, I've never actually like scrolled through Facebook before. And so I started in, and the first video was, like, something interesting. Like, oh, like, 
Oh, you won't believe what da 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 da. And then um. Anyway, so I, I'm watching it, and I didn't realize this at first. I didn't realize how fake it was at first. But anyway, but I'm watching it, and I'm seeing like, oh, that's crazy. But then, it, but then I started thinking about it, and I was like, well, I don't know. Like, is it? And then I see the second video. It, it scrolls down to the second one, and immediately I'm hooked. It goes, even the question I was hooked on. It, it asked me, it says something like, uh, uh, what did it say? It was, um, oh, it's going to hit me. Uh, it's coming. Something about. Oh, yeah, it was like, this girl gets caught cheating or whatever. See how? And I was, I don't know why, but that's interesting. So, anyway, so I watch it. And then it's this girl getting pulled over by a cop. And, and the way that the, the camera is angled, like, I, I didn't even think about it at first. I didn't even think about it. But then, I mean, the girl was talking. And she was like, you can't do that. I know my rights. Blah, blah, blah. And then uh, the guys took scissors and started cutting open the pants because he felt like something hard on the back of her pants and I was like okay this seems weird but I could probably see this happening um and he goes what is this I'll give you a chance to say what it is and then she's like I don't want to say and then she was like talking like like what are you what are you talking about I don't even know what you're talking about and then she's sitting there as he's like cutting her pants and then um And then takes off the uh, the phone thing, and she's like sitting there, like like acting, and it's it's just weird. And he's like cutting open the the thing. He's cutting open the thing, and uh, I'm say she, uh, and and she's just like saying things, but she's saying it weird. And then this never hits me. I'm like, oh, this is staged. And then I realize. He's holding this whole ass package, like, down at his, like, below his dick level to, so that he can cut it open. It's like, no one would ever do that. Like, no one does that. And then I realized, oh, it's because of the camera. Because he needs this on camera. And then I'm like, there's just no way. There's no way. And then, so I, I just stopped watching. I was like, this is stupid. I was like, so this is what Facebook is. And I remember, like, I'll have people coming to me and they'll be like, like, older people, but they'll, they'll come up to me and they'll say, like, oh, dude, I saw this on Facebook. Or, like, they'll tell me something cool, like, oh, you know that blah, 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 And then he was like, yeah, like, it was a whole ass da, 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 da. And then they'll be like, yeah, I saw it on Facebook. He was like, oh, I'll show you the video. And I didn't even realize, like, all this stuff is fake, bro. All this stuff is staged. It's not real. And you have all these people, like... Like, people come here and they see, like, these crazy things and think it's, like, I don't know, and it's fine, but it's just, I don't know, like, part of it isn't right, right? Part of it is just screwing with your head. I don't even know how I got here when I'm talking about this, but it's, like, you're, you're emotion, you're invested in this world that you don't, that isn't even real. You're invested in a, a business, in a corporation. But the corporate or the business acts in accordance to how you behave. You click more, watch more of 
of these types of stories. It's what the it's what the system will produce. It's what the machine will produce. You know, it's like there's a reason things work how it is, and it's not always you're a victim. You know, and I don't want to. You know, like if we're gonna be talking about. You know, who are victims is like, okay. There are stereotypes, and this is an issue. It's like, okay, but but you can follow this clear chain of behavior. You know, there isn't any leaps or jumps that you have to make. It's It, it makes sense. It's very clear. We know how people react according to stereotypes, and we know what, like, the gangster stereotype is, and we know whose culture that belongs to, right? It's like all these things are are very self-evident. And so then we see statistics like black people are pulled over for the same crimes and then treated more aggressively. Now, there's definitely a lot of variables, but that could be at play. Like, are black people more aggressive? I don't know. And then also, should they be more aggressive, especially if it's true that that there's an injustice, it's like, well, you know, wouldn't you be frustrated? But then again, how many how many black people get pulled over more than once or twice in their life, you know? Which, to be fair, I actually know uh, one person that is two years older than me and has already been pulled over... I mean, he's been pulled over, I don't, I mean, I don't know the exact number, but since I've known him, I know he's been pulled over quite a few times, more than me, you know, I've been pulled over once, driving for four years, no, driving, yeah, four years, dang, hold on, junior, senior, Anyways, oh my gosh, that is so crazy to think. I've been out of school for two years. Thank God. Thank, like, school? Fuck that. No, school is, school is, I don't want to sound so, like, critical of school. It's a good thing. But... There's, I just don't like, well, I don't know what to say, because we are kids, you know, we are, but I do believe that school has a lower expectation of us, like, almost, almost as if school believes that we can't handle having our feelings hurt or anything of that sort. It's like, you sit there and it's like, why are you coddling me? You know, it's it's, it's just kind of frustrating sometimes. It's just how I remember it. I don't know. Maybe it's different. And I'm sure it's... I'm sure it's also... Uh, correlated with the school that you went to, but...
haven't finished like half of the thoughts I've started. But this is just where my head goes. Energy. Energy. Have fun. Like, make it a goal to just have fun. Just play. Play. And sometimes it's hard to play. And sometimes you shouldn't play. And that's something that you have to figure out. But here's what I'm kind of realizing again. Like, re-realizing in a different circumstance. Is that, um... What happens... Isn't always bad. Even if you feel bad, sometimes... It's the way it should be. You know, sometimes you should be asking yourself, should I be feeling bad about this? And then, and then it's almost like the answer will present itself to you. It's like, well, yeah, you should because X, Y, Z. But okay, okay, because of X, Y, Z, now you have something that you can work on that you can fix. If you feel bad because of X, Y, Z, fix X, Y, Z. Once you fix X, Y, Z. Well, and just know another issue will come up. And then you fix that, you fix that, you fix that. But then what do you have after all of that? You have a person that's way stronger than they were yesterday. And that's big. Like, that's something that you can be proud of. So not only that, but you have someone... You, that you can be proud of. Someone that you know has put in work, put in time. How do you avoid the issue? And this is just me thinking. How how could you avoid the issue that I see these people, that this family that I know? How could you avoid this issue? And how can you explain it? I don't know how to explain it, but I know how you can avoid it, I think. How can you avoid this issue? Because it's in all of us, but... Always ask, what could I have done, or what did I do? And here's why that's useful. You can't change, you can't make a person obey your will, or act how you want them to act. And not only that, but... But you, what do you want, a slave, you know? You want someone that just obey. You want the whole world to just obey your, your will? It's very clear whenever I put it like that. They're like, well, of course, you know, I wouldn't know. And then it's kind of up for you, I guess, to decide why not. Because, I mean, that is a, a, actually a good question. It's like, well, why not? Maybe it's because you don't know everything. Okay, well, now you have to accept that. Find some humility. Okay. Humility, okay. So, I don't know everything. And so I need... Either either I make sure that everybody else is way dumber than I am and won't get past me, or I can challenge myself and 
listen to other people, hear what they have to say, so that I can become a stronger person. So either I make the whole world weaker than me, or I make myself stronger, you know? Put myself into war, put myself up against what I'm afraid of. So I guess it would be being wrong. Maybe that's where a lot of ego comes from. You want everybody to know what you know for some reason. I don't don't know. This is just how I feel. Okay. So you decide, no. Okay, I want to be stronger because, well, obviously, if you're stronger, you can deal with a whole lot more. And also, you actually do want a world full of competition. And that's what I'm, this is why I like capitalism because in a world that celebrates competition, or at least a, a community or culture, because an economic system is like capitalism or socialism isn't just economics, it's also social social policy as well. Or at least social practice. Um, in a world that, that asks for there to be competition, we all thrive. I mean, look at technology. Look what I'm able to do. I'm able to record this, put it on the internet, and get paid for it. Like, that's crazy. That's the world that we live in. That's that's a blessing. You know, that's... We live like we deserve it. And this is the perfect example. We don't sit down enough and be thankful to people who built these we we matter of fact we we never say thank you we look at these corporations and we say look what you're doing we say look look what you're how you're polluting the earth meanwhile you have an iphone in your back pocket and you say well this is just the world i live in mm. take some responsibility I mean, that's the bottom line. But anyway, so you decide, you decide, we'll say this, you decide that you want to be a stronger person. I forgot the example. Anyway, my time's almost left, so I'm gonna, uh, Cut this. Hope you guys enjoyed. Howard, very nice.